Is heroin bad for you? Depends who you ask. Welcome to Uncle Dust Comedy. I'm going to need to ask you to get a goddamn bar, okay? Wipe your feet before you come in, all right? I'm going to sweep up a bit. Uh, my mom once told me to look out on the sand for heroin needles uh, as she was uh, shooting dope. And uh, I want to thank my mom for that. That was that's respectable, okay? If you're gonna shoot heroin out on a public in a public setting, I'm gonna need you to freaking uh, respectfully uh, put your needles in your socks after you tie off and shoot that vein. Something serious. When you're shooting that vein, dude, and you, and you better not. My own, let me tell you a story. Let's, let's talk drugs a little bit, okay? I grew up in a dysfunctional, fucking drug addicted household. Okay, it wasn't all bad, you know, uh, my mom didn't show me, uh, she did, I'd never seen her shoot dope, I never, I never seen her, I never seen her, uh, that I can remember, but what I did see is other people shoot dope in the house, <laughs> I, guess, I guess when it came to friends at the house or, uh, people that were, uh, buying dope or selling dope, okay, they could, they could shoot it up, dude. Okay, they could shoot it up in there. So, uh, man, I'll tell you. Number one, Uncle Mark. We all got uncles. Some of us got uncles that are on dope. Some of us got uncles that go out that bunk bed with their with their kids in their grandparents, uh, their mother's house, which would be your grandma. Okay, my grandma. Bunk bed situation. Okay. Uncle Randy on top, little Randy on the bottom. What's little Randy want? Goddamn pintos and cheese. Why the fuck does he always want pintos and cheese, dude? You know how many times I had to fucking choke the fuck out of my little cousin, okay? And when I mean little, I mean, he, I had him by like, I don't know, four years, all right? I was the oldest. Then there was uh, Leah, Leah, uh, not Leah, not two Leahs, <laughs> fucking one Leah. Then there was Lisa, okay? Half my uh, let me my grandma would call them half breeds. Okay, they were half Irish, half Mexican. Okay, so you had uh, Leah, me, Leah, Lisa. Who else? Who else you have in there? Oh, and then and then little Randy. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Before little Randy, my my brother Patrick, and then little Randy. And that was like the ages for like the the immediate cousins that were in this situation. Right, I wasn't living there at the time, but these these, these were the uh, oh man, and my little cousin Randy, Pintos and Cheese Randolphus, he fucking wasn't circumcised, and and why do I know this? Not because I was fucking taking pics at his little fucking Randy Johnson, dude. Every day I would hear this. I'd, I'd fucking not every every day I was there. I should say because I'd come in there for the summer. And uh, other times when my mom would be out uh, shooting dope, maybe she'd drop me off over there. You know, this is later on in my life. You know, maybe, uh, I think later on, teenager, 13. I would hear this every morning. I would hear, I would hear, Leah, go clean your, go clean your brother's freaking cheese. That made me sick, dude. That made me sick. I wouldn't eat cheese for weeks. I was traumatized. Okay, 
wash the cheese. Wash your brother's. Now, my cousin at the time is a teenager, uh, Leah, female, all right? Little freaking, little half-breed Leah, you know? Little half, little, I mean, she was an asshole. She turned out to be a fucking cunt, all right? Bottom line. She got me jumped later on, bunch of shit. But at this time, pre-fucking cousin Dusty over, she was washing her uh, brother's uh, fucking penis, penis cheese, dude, okay, that made me, it made me kind of sick, later on, these days, it makes me smile, because I know that she fucked me over, but she had to clean her brother's dick cheese every day for about, what, I swear, 10 years, 12 years, maybe, I don't even know if little Randy ever learned how to clean his dick cheese, maybe he's big Randy now, and he fucking still has his cousin come over and clean that dick cheese, I mean, I don't know, we don't know, these are things we don't know, and I don't know if we're ever going to know, I mean, that's something that we need to ask Jeeves, bottom line, so back to Uncle Mark, so Uncle Mark, Uncle Mark was the uh, youngest uncle, he was the baby, he was uh, diagnosed with like diabetes when he was like, I don't know, uh, not an infant, but like his zero to ten years, I don't know what you call those shits, fucking zeros, fucking zero to zero to fucking nine whatever the fuck that is but he he would uh he never really worked but he was always he went he would go to jail for stealing screwdrivers stealing packs of freaking uh you know because he had to he had to get money for dope so he would always i'd see him on the way to school passing me in the squad car he'd be in the back seat waving you know just got caught stealing a fucking you know fucking clock radio you know fucking Goddamn Fila, corduroy Fila hats from the liquor store, you know, and uh, probably went and robbed a dope dealer, you know, and they had to keep uh, keep dope dealers on their toes, be like a damn Moro, Moro Brothers freaking drug dealer robbery spree, and he, uh, he was, he, he was a pig, they call it in this house. They called him a pig. I'd always hear, you fucking pig. Be banging on the door. I'm like, what's he doing? Eating in there? You know? He wasn't eating in there. He was fucking... He, he'd go in there when they came back. They'd pull up. And I'm like, where's Uncle Randy? Where's Uncle Randy? And, oh, Aunt Cindy. And all of them. They were all... The whole family shot dope. So it'd be like a family trip to the dope man. Come back. And then somehow, I, I don't know why, but Uncle Mark would have the bag. And if he went in there, and then they were too high on whatever other, whatever other pills they were taking, they'd, it'd be like 10 minutes, 20 minutes, and they're like, motherfucking pig! And I'd be like, what the fuck? I'm just like a little kid, like, what's going on here? And it was because they're banging on the door. He, he shot, because he had the whole bag. He'd always shoot more than his share, and fucking, you know, nod off. They'd open, they had to kick down the door. The door was, it, it, it was like taped up. The door, the door was just, the bathroom door of my grandma's house had been fucking plastered. I don't know how many times. I don't know how many times from having to kick in the door to get somebody that shot the pig that took too much of the dope. Rest in peace, Uncle Mark. You know, died of uh, complica complications from diabetes, you know, years later. He, he uh... I used to have to rub his back. He'd always give me to rub his back. I'd be like, rub my back. I'm like, man, I'm your fucking nephew over here. Is this, nobody else see how fucking weird this is, dude? You know what I mean? I'm over here fucking trying to play uh, fucking Zelda. 
And my uncle's over here. They just dragged him out. He just woke up having a tall glass of sweet tea. Dude, that's why I hate tea. I hate tea. Not because of the fucking taste of it, but because it reminds me of the jar that was always in my grandma's house that had the fucking, you know, the dope in it. And all these situations and experiences that went down with me there, you know. I hate I hate things like that. I hate things that remind me of those uh, of those days. I mean, it just reminds me of it. Don't get me wrong. If I'm dying of thirst, I'll drink some goddamn sweet tea. But I'm just, you know, I don't care for it because of that. So anyway, I'm Uncle Dust. This is the uh, I don't have a name for it yet. I'm thinking uh. Dysfunctional Dust Podcast, DDP, I don't know, uh, we'll just stick with Uncle Dust Comedy at this point, I'm a, uh, you know, I'm staying, I'm staying uh, right now in uh, Hemet, California, home of the homeless meth bike gangs, I mean, while we're on the subject of drugs, I guess, seems to be a great topic, because it's always in my life, fuck, you know, and why the fuck, you know, listen, I smoke cigarettes, but why the fuck does everybody, they, 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 the same person will ask me, I'm in a, I'm in a motel right now, the same person outside, every time I go out there to smoke, they're out there, they will always ask me for a cig, I tell them no, but they still fucking ask the next time, and it's like, dude, fucking chill the fuck out with that shit, go buy a pack, dude, I, you know, I'll buy one from you, I'll get two dollars, you got two bucks? I mean, I'm, I'm taking two. It's, you don't have to walk to the store, and you're going to have to come up with ten, almost 10 bucks out here in California. It's 10 bucks for a pack. I just paid 9 bucks for, like, uh, a pack of smokes and two baby roots that were two for one at Walgreens. Shout out to Walgreens. You know what I mean? If you want to sponsor this uh, podcast, hit me up. So, uh, yeah, it's like, goddamn, man. And cigarettes are fucking expensive now, bro. They're fucking expensive. And it's like fucking... Go roll one, dude. I roll them. If I don't have the money, you buy a bag of backy. You know, it's like uh, eight bucks for like a pound of it. You get a pound of backy. All right, it's called Golden Golden Corral. Not the not Golden Corral. It's a fucking a fucking white people Wednesday uh, restaurant right there. Not you know, not that I, my white ass has been there. You know, I honky tonk it there. I get my freaking buffet eaten on there. But uh. It's like, dude, I can't fucking, can't do it. You can't do it. You know, I can't fucking do it. So chill the fuck out. What's, what's going on in, around here? What's going around these parts? Let's see. Let me see my notes ahead. Where are my notes at? My wife always moves the notes. I love her to death. And she freaking uh, puts in, uh, I wrote my, I wrote my wife a poem. Uh, I think I'll read it if she left it. There you go. Want some entertainment? Let me read you a poem by Dustin Morrow, a.k.a. Uncle Dust, Dusterino. Okay? Here goes, here goes, uh, here goes nothing. Let's see. All right? No laughing. Where's the start? Oh, here you go. I wish I could tell you Oh, wait, 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 let me kick this off again. I wish I could tell you something that made you happy. You always seem to be crabby. You work hard, and I respect that. But sometimes I want to hit you with a... <laughs>
Hold on, let me kick this off again. Hold on. I, didn't, I, don't, I don't know if I read this after I wrote it. Uh, tequila, y'all. Okay. Wish I could tell you something that made you happy. You always seem to be crabby. You work hard, and I respect that. But sometimes, I want to hit you with the bat. You should, you should shut your mouth and smile. But I know you want to chop me up into a ginger pile. Light me on fire. And go, and go get a black. Okay. To, to massage. Oh, you want to go get a black to massage your womb sack. I'm in love with you, but you hate my guts. Even when you use my sweet ginger cock to bust a nut. Could you spend your cripple years with a vet? I'll let you steal us a Corvette. Let's go to fucking Spain. Join a gang and rob a train. I don't know how to end this, but I love you, even when you're pissed. Could you find it in your black-ass heart to kiss me passionately, even when I fart? It's all good if you don't. I'll just take your DNA and make a clone. Then kidnap you. Get, give the fake one to whoever you want to bone. I'm writing. I'm, I'm gonna start writing for Hallmark. Uh, right there. If you, I'm gonna. I think I might send this one in. I think this is a winner. You know, I can see this being on, uh, being at Walmart, dude, on the best uh, Oprah bestseller list for uh, Hallmark cards. So, hit me up, Hallmark. That could be another possible sponsor. I'll run that sponsorship. I can write poems all day for anything. If somebody send me in an idea. I'll write a goddamn poem for that. I'm gonna write them. You know what I'm gonna do? I'll do them for. Listen, I'm writing individual poems. 20 bucks. 20 buckaroos. 20 buckaroos? I'll send you that that poem, fucko. Okay? That's the deal from the real ski. All right? I'm trying to branch out. I'm branching out now, okay? Branching out. You got to let your let your freaking limbs go, okay? Let yourself go slow and low. That is the tempo. All right? Rest in peace fucking Adam Yacht. All right? My favorite, my favorite rapping Jew. All right, well, that was a good segment. I think I'm just gonna do segments. Do a segment, 14, eh, 14 and a half minutes. Maybe I'll keep them short and sweet. That was a pretty good one. I don't know how you guys felt about that. Hope you got a laugh. If you did, share it, like it, comment. Uh, I am on Instagram. That's like uh, main social media at dust underscore and underscore grime. I think it's in the link in the bio. Uh, you know, I'm a comedian. That's what I do. You know, this is what I do. And uh, hopefully we'll be making a living at it soon. All right. This fucking old ginger buffoon. Uh, shit's getting real, dude. I know. I don't know how you guys feel about Trump, daddy. I've seen a lot of people crying. i see motherfuckers crying over Trump, dude. Like, what do you guys think? Do you think... I just don't think that he makes that big a change. I just don't see what they look at. It. Presidents have been assholes. They've been assholes. You know, I don't know if the people just don't like his personality because Obama had had personality, right? But it was like a, you know, cool demeanor. But he was still doing dick moves, dude. Like you got to keep it real with yourself. You know, if you hate Trump, go back and look at what Obama did. Now I'm not one of these people. Also, that are going like arguing over, I see, I see how the media does, you know, they're like, 
well, Obama did this and Trump did that, or it carries over because of the unemployment. It's like, dude, listen, Trump, he's doing all right. He's all right. I mean, there's been there's been a few, uh, you know, my favorite one. Here was my favorite one when they said that the, uh, when they showed the kids locked in cages. Now, I don't I don't condone that shit. But then they found out that it was a picture of when Barack Obama was the president. <laughs> Fucking liberals' heads, dude. You know, and I'm not, I'm just watching all this shit, dude. I'm watching it all. And I mean, I talk about it. I'll talk about anything. I don't care. I do not care. All right? I do not care. But look, Trump's doing fine. You know, it looks like he's doing good for the, I even seen, I seen him arguing the fact that he was, had the unemployment was up for black Americans. African Americans, whatever, and it's like, come on, dude. I mean, I don't know what else he's doing. I mean, he makes me laugh. He's almost a comedian. He's almost a fucking comedian. Yeah, he he's the leader of the of the free world. I mean, to watch it go from you know how people were so excited about it, dude. And let me tell you, I had a guy. I had a fucking Barack Obama T-shirt, son. I had a fucking T-shirt. All right, my my dumbass voted Democrat for fucking, and I didn't know why. I woke up one day and I was like, why do I vote for these? When I got old enough to, to, to see what the fuck, especially when I bought a house. I bought a house in, uh, oh, I think it was 05, right? 05, I was living in Florida, uh, Orlando. I got out to service in uh, 2001, right after uh, 9-11. I got out of the service. I went to, uh, I had met my wife, so she, she uh, we got in a fight at my uh, at, at my mom's house in uh, Hesperia, California, which I talked about on the last podcast. Fucking insane up there, dude. Insanity. And uh, so we fucking, we got in a fight. Uh, not a physical fight, but just a, I threw her clothes out of the house and shit. I was on drugs at the time. You know, I was, I was on, a, on a good, I just got out of the service. I was doing, you know, I was doing some lines here and there of uh, fucking with that meth, man. If you're on meth, dude, knock it off. It goes nowhere. Okay, and uh, you know my teeth ain't been right since. I had to get fucking dentures. Thank God, I could have, I could get them. You know, I see people that are just fucking worn down, dude. After you know three three years of use of meth use, and you see a fucking like a like a solid seven eight go down to like a five, bro. You know, looking like they got a new form of bird aids, and you're like, what the fuck happened to you, ma? Your shit is fucked up, you know? Chill the fuck out. Everything in moderation. You got to know your limits, like Clint Eastwood said. But, um, so, uh, I, uh, got on the, uh, 10 freeway, drove to, she had taken a train. She took the Amtrak with my daughter. And, uh, so I, of course, when I sobered up, I was like, what the fuck did I do? You know? I mean, it took me, it was probably like a month later. I took my Civic, my little Civic that I bought off a of, uh, fucking, how's this? Look, you know how, oh my gosh, fucking rapist APR auto salesman, dude, seen me coming from the ocean in my little, my little Navy haircut, my little fucking fade, you know what I mean? They seen me, dude, not a hair on my face, you know what I mean? Ripped up, buff-ass ginger, rolling through like a goddamn maniac. They seen the kid coming. They were like, I. They probably fucking had a circle jerk when they seen me coming. They got so excited, man. They're like, who? Oh man, 
This guy's got a pocket full of loot. He got a job with the government. We're about to just railroad this motherfucker. And they did. This dude sold me a brand new Civic that I believe when I started, I was like, I don't want to spend more than like, say, you know, 13 before tax. So it'd be like 15. Then you got to get your, uh, you got to get your insurance, your down payment, all that good stuff has to happen, right? So I was like 13. I was just the stock of stock, super stock Civic, bro, but brand new. I go there. I I, uh, I noticed. I remember this. I remember I walked up to the car and I and it had it was all black and it was uh it was still 1999 at the time. So I remember that. I remember going, holy shit, I'm gonna own a car that's the year ahead like a fucking asshole, right, that was my, that was how fucking dumb I was, that was like exciting to me, right, I had saved up, because I didn't spend barely any money when I, we left to do a, a sick, a, it's called a, a, a pack, a, a, a West pack on the uh, Constellation, it was an aircraft carrier, right, so we had just got back uh, after doing six months, right, we were out to sea, we were out to sea for like, 28 days we pull in for like three to five days and then we pull back out for like four weeks and then pull back in right and we went to you know we leave san diego japan korea uh, and we come back right middle east we went over to the middle east you know dubai and then we come back and i had to save my money i, I did really well you know everybody that you know all my friends uh my shipmates would get off and they would go to these American restaurants over in, like, we pull into uh, Pusan, Korea. And they fucking, I'm like, all right, man, what's up, dude? Let's go down to the fucking, let's see what's really going on in the, in, with the people out here. Like, let's go down to where the scumbags are at. You know, get some women. You know, I'm single. I'm like, dude, I've been jerking off, you know, three times a day around 5,000 dudes on a Navy ship. Dude, I need some fucking puss, dude. I need some puss, like stat. You know what I mean? Not, you know, they're like, nah, Dust. We're going to freaking, uh, what's that? What's the name of that? What's the name of that restaurant that Arnold Schwarzenegger? Planet Hollywood. They wanted to go to Planet fucking Hollywood. These fucking lops. I'm like, why the fuck are we do? You know, we're like ten thousand miles away from San Diego, right? Why the fuck would I go to fucking Planet Hollywood? I don't want to see no other Americans. I want to see motherfuckers that don't look like me, motherfuckers that don't speak like me. I want to see weird shit. I want to see moles on necks with fucking eight inch long hairs. I want to see food next to shitters. I want to see no FDA freaking labels. I want to see no uh, ratings on the restaurants, ABC. I don't want to see none of that. I want to roll the dice, son. I want to get dangerous in this motherfucker. Let's get weird. You know what I mean? So... You know, long story short, we get back, we get back, and I'm excited. I saved, I had, I had over eight grand I had saved up. I mean, making, we only make, I was an E3 at the time, right? It goes E1, E2, E3, right? Just your simple little, uh, not a, non, non-officer, uh, Navy guy, seaman. They call it a seaman, right? It goes seaman recruit. Uh, what does it go? Seaman, seaman recruit. Seaman. How the fuck does it go? Re- oh, I'm sorry. Recruit. Seaman. Recruit. No, recruit. Seaman recruit. 
and then semen petty officer, I believe. I could be wrong, man. It's been I've been out now fucking twenty almost twenty years. Shit. <clears throat> I'd have been retired. I think about that all the time. I go, man, if I'd have stayed in, I'd be retired, but also I'd probably be in the brig. I mean, keep it real. I mean, it's not like you always get your favorite uh at the end of your four years, right? You call in and you tell people where you want to go. You talk to like a uh what do they call it? Your uh, orders, you get your orders, right? And you, you get on a phone and it calls wherever in Washington, D.C. And they, they look up your job and they see what, you know, if they need you here for your type of uh, rating. They call it a rating. So I was a radio man. But most people have to just, you go back to an aircraft carrier or um, you don't get to say where you want to go. You, get to, you can kind of tell them you want to go overseas or stay in America. And if you want to stay in America, you want to go to the East Coast, West Coast. Do you want to go overseas? Do you want to go overseas? Do you want to do it in Europe or, you know, the Middle East type of thing? But uh, but most of the time, you're gonna obviously, you're going to be on a boat. You're in the Navy, which is fine. I liked being on a ship. It was freaking cool. It was like a goddamn barbarian out there. You know what I mean? You're like a goddamn... And you always, you always pull up on the other uh, country's lands like, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? You pull up and you're like, why the fuck are you guys... Why are you guys eating bugs and shit? the fuck you getting all weird for you know what i mean you guys know you got a 7-eleven right there you're still eating bugs why you go over here and get a goddamn fucking big bite and a slurpee chill the fuck out there you know what i mean fuck you know him fucking name with 17 consonants in it old bug eating motherfuckers <laughs> fucking america son it's it's fun though it was fun i'll tell you that but uh so i save up eight grand Boom. Eight grand. I remember going to the bank. I thought I needed a gun. I was like, dude, I got eight grand on me. I had nothing. That was the most money I've ever seen. Still uh, in person, you know, to this day. I've never seen more than that on a, at once, you know, on TV or whatever. But at the time, I'm like 21, 20. I'm like, this is a shitload of money. What if I get fucking robbed, dude? You know, so I, I, I get it out of the bank. I remember getting it, counting it going there and, I, and the guy had been calling me we still had pagers right I remember I had a pager like a Skytel or a uh, Motorola and I remember the guy at the uh, salesman because I had been there to look at the look at the Honda Civic because you know you always see that one in the paper it's like one at this price and it's always you know five grand less than what it should be and you're like hell yeah but then you get there and it's always gone I mean well in my case it's gone. And that, that was like the one they had. And it, it says the VIN number. If you look in the small print, like, come on, man. Fucking dickheads. You want to make a sale or not? Which is the ball. That's what you need to do. But when you're a kid, I never had anybody take me with them to buy a car. I didn't have any parents that owned cars that were around that say, hey, man, can you come with me? Or, hey, son, I'll take you over there. You know? I had, I had uh, relatives with the scumbags. But, uh... So I didn't have anybody to go with to show me the way. I brought my boy that had bought a car before, uh, Sandoval, that was in the, uh, dude from Texas. Uh, good people. I remember him getting a DUI and crying like a motherfucker, B. You got a DUI in Tijuana like a motherfucker coming back across the border. That was fucked up. That was fucked up because we all been there. We've all drunk, drunk driving, driving drunk. But, uh, so I come, let's see what happens. So, boom, we go up to the Honda dealership. It's down in San Diego. Uh, Honda. The biggest Honda. I think it's Ball Ball Honda. There you go. There's a shout-out. Don't, don't buy from Ball Honda. 
And uh, so we drive from Coronado, stationed in Coronado, drive across the Coronado Bridge. It's on a little island. Coronado's on an island off of uh, San Diego. It's like uh, one of the richest uh, cities in America. It's insane how uh, rich it is. Bunch of fucking douchebags over there. They hate the military. They hate the military. Probably worse than the whites hated the blacks back in the day. You know what I mean? When they were talking about, like, don't come on this side of the tracks and that type of shit, which, I mean, sure does it happen these days. Yeah, but it's more like a poverty, super poverty thing. You know, back in the day, you could have had rich-ass blacks next to the, some rich-ass white people, and, and neither one's crossing either line. You know what I mean? So, uh, boom. I fucking go over that bridge. They, they, yeah, they, I don't know who made that deal either. Who the fuck made that fucking deal? Somebody made a good ass deal. We're like, dude, there's million dollar homes, five million dollar homes, ten million dollar homes. We're putting a Navy base with just a bunch of broke, thirsty men, single, mostly men that are just gonna get drunk. And dude, I got a ticket for bumping. I got a ticket for bumping at like eight in the morning going on, on a main road where it's like, you're like bumper to bumper. That's the kind of town it is, where it's like they're looking for anything. They know it's loud. They know there's going to be at seven, at, you know, six in the morning. You should see how many people coming across that bridge to get to the base that live off the base, right? And I still, still got a ticker from this asshole. I'm like, dude, I'm just bumping. I'm like 20 years old. I got a new car. You know, gave me a ticket. You know, I showed up in court with my fucking whites on. Like what? Showed up in court with the whites, the whole Navy outfit, my fucking ribbons and shit. Like, what's up, judge? What's up? You going to still hit the kid? <laughs> he didn't hit the kid. Surprisingly, I waited way to the end. You know, you gotta, when you go into court, you got to be, you, it's like uh, for traffic. It's like you're going to plead guilty or you can plead guilty with an explanation or just uh, innocent with explanation. It's like a couple choices you got. And if you say, I want to explain then they take all the scumbags first that are just like, I did it. You know, they were guilty. They know they're guilty. Either there's pictures. Dude, I've had pictures of fucking me. I remember. <laughs> I remember this shit. Like the, like the, like it was yesterday. I had a friend, Art. <clears throat> Shout out to Art. My man was from Jersey. He was, uh. he said nigga more than any other white rapper, any, any white rapper I've ever, I've ever known. I mean, he just, that's where he was from, you know, like the New York kids, you know, they were all good with saying nigga all day. Like, that's just something, that's like a New York, uh, Northeast, even though I'm hearing it more out in California now when I'm walking past younger, uh, other than, other than, uh, black kids, I, I hear it more now, you know, which is whatever. I mean, just don't say it around the wrong motherfucker, you know, you get your teeth fucking dented out. So, uh, my man he would get he would get so drunk, man. He would get so drunk, and I'm not blaming him for this because I, I I pulled up at this point. <laughs> I remember we were on a whippet binge, and if you don't know what whippets are, all right, it's 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 the it's inside the ready whips. They put nitrous cartridges, kind of like CO2 cartridges that you put in your BB gun, and you can go and buy a pack of like I think they come in twelves. And you can buy a case of 24 if you find the right place. Usually they were selling them at, back then they were selling them only at porn stores. So you had to find like an adult store and go in there. Uh, I guess it was big in the gay community. I don't know. That's what I was told. Plus the only other scene is, uh, you know, 
queers mind it. That's that's whatever. They were down with it too. I mean, I'm not gonna be, you know, what I mean, sucking you off if we're doing them. So chill the fuck out there. Do the whip and pass it back there, blue face. You know. So I fucking we don't, we were on a whip it kick. We fucking you get a uh, a balloon. It's called a cracker, right? And it looks like a little. Uh, cylinder that is just big enough to put one of these nitrous, which looks like a CO2 for a BB gun. You put it in there. It has a hole, and you put you you take off the lid, you unscrew the lid. You put you put the cartridge in one at a time. Then when you screw it back on, the top piece has a balloon. You put a balloon on it, and it has a little hole. So when you you start screwing it down, there's a little a little piece that pokes it. Boom, opens it up, right? And it blows up the balloon. You tie off the balloon, and then you inhale it, and it just it's a short little wah, wah, wah of your brain cells fucking dying. You know, and they're fun for a little bit. I mean, but Art, Art took it to the next level, man. He always took it to the next level, you know. He would steal. He was a klepto. I couldn't, I'd have to tell him, dude, Art, please don't steal in here, dude. Come on, dude. They were always, and he had balls of steel, dude. He would look people right in the eye with when his fucking, it looks like he has a, a, a giant cock poking through his pants of like, some Kahlua mudslides that he stole, you know, he'd have like six layers of clothes on when we went to fucking, you know, fucking Burlington or Ross or wherever the fuck we were, the mall, he'd walk out like that, I'm like, dude, you don't even need that shit, like you just, he's just doing it for sport, yeah, some people are like that, you know, it's kind of people I, I find myself around, you know, insanity, people that are also insane, maybe it's from my childhood, you know, but, um, so I go to the Honda dealership, you know, this guy's so excited to see me. He's fucking he got a hard on because he knows because he had asked me before how much money I had. So he knew that I had eight grand cash. And what I didn't know that everybody should know is basically whatever cash you have, it goes, there's a, a bigger cut that goes to the salesman. That's like their part. It's, it's built into their pay scale of how they get paid for commission. So if they sell a car with like, say, you know, $1,000 down, they get maybe a, I'm sure it's not half, but it might, it might be half. It, it, the more they can squeeze out of you, you know, they get a cut. So this dude heard eight grand. I mean, that dude must have laid it awake at night, like jerking off to me. Just, I mean, he would page me every day, every day. Like he wanted to, don't go down. He'd always be like, don't go down there unless you'd call me. Don't, because... And I'm not thinking about it at the time. You know, of course. Like, I've never gotten fucked over by a car dealership yet. This motherfucker was... Oh, he had a hard-on, dude. He probably was stalking me. He probably was watching me. I'm surprised he didn't page me every time I spent money. Like, don't spend my money, dude. Don't spend my money, my little ginger. My little sweet ginger snap. So, I, sh you know, I show up there with my boy Alberto. You know, Sandoval. Good dude. Shows up, but... You know, he's not your mother. He's not your father. He's not really, he's there, but as a friend, he's not there to like, he, he wasn't busting balls. I wish I, I needed somebody there to bust fucking balls. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. You know, I go, they run your credit. I had great credit, man. I had great credit. You know, I had like a seven, seven whatever, which is fucking stupid now. I'm down to like, I'm in the threes now. I'm down to, if anybody steals my fuck, <laughs> yo, I don't get as much, uh, I don't even get worried anymore when I see viruses popping up. I'm like, what the fuck are you going to do? What are you going to do? You know, you can't fucking, you can't take from somebody ain't got shit. I literally have nothing. You can't, what are you going to do? You know, 
I don't even trip on that. My my brother swears he swears that somebody is watching him through his camera. So I was this is a whole other thing. If I was fucking with him, man, it was insane. But uh, let me finish up the story real quick. They had no. I gotta go into that, man. I gotta jump over here. Hopefully, I can come back and remember this because. No, you know what? I'm not going to do that right now. I don't want to talk. I don't want to get into that right now. That's a whole, my brother, that's a whole fucking, that's a whole nother thing. I love my brother. He's, man, no kids. If I had no kids, that's scary. If I had no responsibility to any other people, oh, man, that's a scary thought, man. So I get over there. We get to the ball Honda. You know, my man finally gets a hold of me. He's like, man, don't go. You coming down? Yeah, I'm coming down, right? We got back from this, you know, been off the ship now. We've been back for maybe a month. I finally get the money out, you know. I fucking, they look at me. When I take all the money out of the bank, that's another thing that banks cry. It's fucking hilarious, right? When you're taking out 20, they don't give a fuck. When you take out, like, eight grand, they always ask you, like, what you're doing with it and shit. Like, they're your mom. You're like, what the fuck, dude? Like, if I was buying drugs, would I tell you anyway? What the fuck are you doing? What are you fucking retarded? Yeah, dude, I'm going to buy a fucking bunch of hookers and off them all. Mass suicide. I'm just going to get a bunch of prostitutes. We're going to do a bunch of blow. And when, when I'm coming down and after I nutted them all, the one's going to tell me she got AIDS. And I'm just going to fucking mass suicide us all. Save us the fucking worries. And uh, so, boom. He's pumped. He's like, fuck yeah, dude. Let me rob this son of a bitch. Fucking dumbass oaf. Fucking dumbass sailor. You know? All fucking fucking old navy boy i'm gonna rob your little ass you know your sweet ginger ass fucking molesting me molesting the kid and uh so we boom we pull up and i remember this i remember he shows me the car it's black 2000 it's it's the year 99 like i said before you know i'm excited i'm excited to get my first uh my first new car you know i had a piece of all my i mean i've had pieces of shit since then afterwards too but i mean it's a nice ride they fucking i go I go, where's the, uh, you know, I go for a ride, you know, test drive, right? Let's go test drive the son of a bitch. You got to leave your ID and all that shit, which is weird. You got to leave your ID there, I guess. But I'm like, what if I get pulled over, dude? You know, another thing, that's like, I should have just been like, fuck you. I'm driving with it, you know? You guys are, it's like, fuck off, man. They got all these fucking dumb rules that don't make sense. If I get pulled over, you think that, what if the cop just goes, you know, what are you fucking retarded? You always have to have this on you. You can't just, you know what I mean? What are they, what does the people going to sell you the car say? No, you're not going even though they see my credit and my fat stack of cash. Get the fuck's out of here, you know? But you live and learn, man. So anyway, going for a drive, you know, in San Diego. It's probably uh I think it was May, so it's beautiful out, you know, 60s. And I'm looking, I'm like, "Oh, I see the heater." I'm like, "Hey, man, where's the AC?" He's like, "It doesn't have AC." You know, he goes, "We live in San Diego." Sure. We live in San Diego. Does that mean I'm always going to be driving in San Diego? Does that always mean I'm going to live in San Diego? Do you think I'm only going to have this bitch for this year? You know what I mean? It's going to get fucking cold. Or, I'm sorry, it's going to get hot. And I'm going to need this bitch, dude. That motherfucker's... You know, well, it sounded reasonable. I was like, all right, yeah, you're right. I'm in San Diego. What's the next thing? I get out of the car, and it has this, like, pinstripe on it. A little tiny fucking stripe that, like, divides the, the middle of the car all the way around it. Not all the way around, just on the the left and right sides, on the sides. I'm like, look, can I get that off? I don't know why I wanted it off, because I wanted it, like, flat black. And he's like, oh, yeah, we, uh, uh, no, he goes, no, we can't do that. And I'm like, 
that's fucked up. I'm buying the car. I'm like, how hard could that be? hundred bucks to scrape it off or whatever the fuck? I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So, boom, going there. I remember them. They fucking railroaded me with... It had 57 miles on it. They railroaded me. I get in there, you know, they do the, like, how much are you going to pay a month? And eight grand down. And the car was like fourteen ninety nine, right? So, I mean, 14000 you know, 999 So, that's 15 grand. Eight grand down. What's that leave? 7000 What's that payment? Do that math, you know? A usual, uh, like a loan, a middle one is like five years, right? They do like three, five, seven years usually. They'll, they'll try to throw you one of those. What's that? Five years at seven grand? You know what I mean? You're like, then they're, it, it's, 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 it's weird how that, that works. Cause, cause if I recall, they're like, yeah, you know, you finance the whole thing. And I was like, why would I finance the whole 15 grand when I'm only, I got eight grand. I only need to finance the difference. And they're like, oh, no, that's not how it works. Now, I still don't think that's how it goes. I still think they fucked me over. I think they, in their heads, they know how to do all the math, and they're fucking faster than you because you're not ready for that shit. You know, I think I got fucked over that way, too, because they hit me with um, crazy ape. The APR, which is like, usually if you have 700 credit score, you know, which is decent. It's like, oh, it's pretty good. It's not the best, but, I mean, it's, it's better than average, right? You should be getting it at, like, you know, five, six-ish, you know, and then you can go to your bank. If you have a personal bank, which I, I did, I had Navy Federal Credit Union, you take it to them, and, and they were, you know, they had it for like 2.9, you know, so I finance, you finance it with uh, whatever bank, and then you bring it to your bank, and they they accept it, right? We have to go through a pre-trial, a pre, uh, you know, a pre, uh, what do you call it, pre-application, blah, blah, blah. Check this out. Oh, I didn't even, t oh, wait a minute. I gotta take, I gotta go back for a second. I fucking, I didn't have a real driver's license. I had a fucking permit. I remember, cause I had gotten a, a hit and run when I was like 16. I forgot about that shit. <laughs> I had a fucking, I stole some fucking chicken out of Albertsons. This is a fucking, what a white trash piece of shit I am. I stole some fucking chicken. I used to do it every day. Steal chicken, I'd smoke a joint, walk down to Albertsons, ask for a three piece, you know, and from their fresh uh, Albertsons. Got the best chicken, son. Oh, it's good. Fucking delicious, man. Get me a three piece, and then I'd walk around the store a couple times. Uh, then I'd walk back out when they started putting those carts. If you remember, they started making it so these carts, you had to push your cart under like a bar, right? And so it blocked. You couldn't go, you had to go through like a turnstile. So you pushed your cart under this bar that was like waist high. And then you went through a turnstile so that you couldn't like push carts out of groceries. You had to go back through the cashier. There was no way to do that unless you like... They would see, right? It would take a while because then you'd have to hop hop the bar you could. But you'd have to push your cart real fast, do a fucking, you know, Eddie Murphy fucking fly over that shit like you're on uh, another 48 hours, you know. So, boom, I, I stole the chick. I walk out and the deli label, this is like the 10th time. She's like, hey, hey. And I'm like, you know, me? What? 
And I'm like, fuck, man. So I power walk. I'm starting to power walk. And she's, hey. And she's coming. I can see out the corner of my eye. Then another dude comes. He's, I'm seeing, oh, shit. He's wearing all black. He looks like an essay. You know, I was, he looked like an essay. And he sounded like an essay. I even think he addressed me as Holmes. He was like, hey, Holmes. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, not right now, dude. I ain't got time for this shit. I'm stealing chicken. You know what I mean? Sure as shit. That motherfucker's undercover. Undercover. So I jump in my motherfucking 1980 Ford Fiesta moonroof, okay? This motherfucker was tip-top. No no AC, no radio, you know what I mean? Rocking my headphones when I'm driving. Respectfully, one on, one off, so I can hear sirens, okay? I'm not a piece of shit. Then boom. I'm trying to get in, and he's bust out the handcuffs, yo, and fucking slaps them. He starts to slap it on my left wrist through the driver door and the door. So we're like fighting for me to close the door and he's trying to open it and get it on my wrist. And I'm like trying to start the fucking car. <laughs> I start that motherfucker up and I fucking did like what I see people do on live PD all the time that I'm laughing at. And I, but I was, I was 16. I fucking gun it. I could have killed people like a fucking asshole. I could have killed people. I fucking gun it backwards. The door, because we're fighting over the driver door, opens, it, it swings open and catches on the fucking Mustang convertible next to me. And it fucking rips all the way to the front of the hood, to the fucking front bumper. And so it's, I'm, I'm boning out of the Albertsons parking lot and I'm fucking, <laughs> I can't close the door. It's fucking jacked open. I'm trying to grab it and hold it so it doesn't look like, hey, you know, I just fucking robbed Albertsons and chicken and fucking did a hit and run, almost killed people. All right, I make it back to, I was staying at, my mama had a motel. We were staying at the Thrifty Motel, Meth Lodge, Phelan, California, Feel, I'm sorry, Hesperia, California, the high desert shithole, which is why I joined the military to get the fuck out of there. Goddamn meth mafia everywhere which isn't helping, you know, in Hemet, California, where I'm at now. This fucking place. So I fucking make it back to Thrifty Motel, and the trusty tweaker neighbor that didn't have a job, though, he was a, he was like a painter. I remember, uh, yeah, he'd give me, like, some paint gigs here and there. I, uh, I go, yo, you know, tweaker fucking, tweaker Timmy, what, can you help me with the door? I need to get this shit shut, and he, and he, and he had a welder. He fucking welded it shut. So we had a Dukes of Hazard into the 80 Ford Fiesta. <sighs> you think I, that's why I don't get embarrassed. I do not get embarrassed, dude. I don't care what the fucking Smiths are doing. I do not give a fuck what you wear. I'm trying to live life, you know. I don't care about what, what the next person's money is situation is unless you make it mine. You know, unless we're doing business together. That's about it. I don't care. You know, I've seen the worst of the worst, the lowest of the low, you know. I've also had Tweaker Timmy help his boy. It, you know, he could have told me to go fuck myself. And I got away. I got away. But later, what happened was, is that, of course, somebody followed me. Uh, they, knew where I, they knew where I went. They followed me. So they, they just called the cops and said, hey, you know, this guy just robbed some chicken and just did a fucking... You know, acting like he just robbed the bank, like he's about to pull a heat, you know? I'm about to just go full body armor in this motherfucker. And uh, I just get a call. 
at the motel, motel phone rings, and I'm like, for me? Who the fuck is calling me? Little Dust, little 16-year-old Dust. Yeah, but you uh, robbed some chicken. We're going to need you to come down to the uh, police department, you know, so we don't have to pick you up. I'm like, what? I'm like, never that, man. It wasn't me. You know, of course, then talks to my mom, and, you know, long story short, that was one of the driving forces for me to go in the military to avoid that charge, you know, and they never put that charge on me if I, if I finished my... Uh, you know, got in the service, and they were going to waive it. It was like, that was it. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. All right. You know what I mean? So I had to graduate, and all that took another year or so. I was probably almost 17 by that point. So I was behind in high school. I didn't give a fuck about school. I didn't give a fuck about school. You know? What the fuck is going on at school, man? I'm trying to get gone. Out of this town, man. So, okay, so basically... I, what I, okay, the charge was I had to pay restitution. So because of the car, I went back down, you know, I went in, I apologized to the deli lady because, you know, I just apologized to her. Oh, it was her car. That was the deli lady that chased me out, that gave me the chicken when I asked her for the chicken. It was her Mustang. It was an older Mustang, but it was just, it. I mean, how fucking crazy was that? So it was like a double fuckery for her, you know, like this fucking ginger fucking chicken-eating son of a bitch, and, um, so, boom, I gotta pay her, I gotta pay restitution, so it was, like, I think it was, like, two and a half grand I had to pay to her, so I was paying that off, but I didn't have a license, but I got a permit, but they said I couldn't, I couldn't buy, they said, here you go, you can buy a car without a license, this is what I learned, you can buy a brand new fucking car without a license. You cannot drive it off the lot. What kind of shit is that? Who the fuck would do that? I mean, what is that doing? Who is that law for? It's for the fucking car people. Definitely not the not the people. You know what I mean? So, I mean, they knew that shit. And I'm like, I'm not, you know, but it's already, it's like I already signed the paperwork and shit. I could have just ripped it up. I should have just ripped it up and be like, this is bullshit. But, of course, being young, you want that car. Right? So I had to go over to the fucking, you know, driver's license plate, get that shit going. Right? Because I had to get the license. I had to, I, I still had to pay off X amount of whatever. It was like 500 bucks, but it took time. So that car sat there. I mean, it sat there for weeks. And I remember them calling me and telling me that, like, they could, they, if, if I couldn't, if I couldn't get it, you know, um, which I could have, I could have had somebody drive it off. But I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't have anywhere to put it uh, right then. It was like, and I had to have insurance, which you had to have a driver's license to get insurance. So it was like, I couldn't do it. You had to have dri- uh, insurance to drive it off. So I just, it, I was stuck. I got fucked right there. I didn't know, knowing, knowing it's half the battle. G.I. Joe. You know, so live and learn. It takes like almost a month. They're calling me, telling me they could resell the car after a certain amount of time. I'm like, what? So I'm like at a rush. But... I finally got that shit. The APR was, you know, through the roof. That guy made, the whole car total ended up being like 20 grand. After I put, I put down eight. So the car was like, all they do is take the price. Like, let's say the car is 13 grand, but you got eight grand to put down. The price is somehow going to turn out to be 21 grand. It's not going to be seven, unless you're on it. Unless you have somebody with you, fucking with you. I didn't have anybody there, you know, to be like, hey, dude, you know, this ain't right. You know, you're getting fucking, what are you, what are you fucking... You know, you like the you like the feeling of getting fucked in the ass, cause 
they're, they're fucking bending you over, dude, big time. You're getting gaped up, son. You're getting the whole, you're getting the whole bukkake. The whole ball Honda's in there just jerking off in your face. Blow, blow, blow. All right. So that's that. That's the story of my car situation. My first car story. Fucking A. Well, hope everybody's doing good out there, man. I'm uh I'm gonna go finish the uh finish my duties for today. See what the kids are doing. I got uh, my daughter uh is having a wine party. She's all grown up and having wine parties. Guess who's not invited? Mm, dad's not invited. Maybe because he fucking likes to booze it up a little too much, gets a little excited. Okay, now I'm just who wants to have their dad around really? Because I'm just you know I'm the life of the goddamn party. You know what I mean? Embarrassing. She, I embarrassed. You know, I didn't embarrass her as much as my mom did. And that's for sure. That's a whole nother damn story. But um, so enjoy your day. It's uh, it's raining over here, man. Hope everybody's safe out there. Be good to each other, man. You know, laugh with some strangers, man. Make somebody smile. You know, change somebody's attitude. It's it's free. You know, it's free, man. You know, you don't have to give money. You know, it's the energy. It's the energy you put off, man. The energy that you give to people. You know, sometimes it can be, like, pointless. It's the ego. Gets in, you know, like, I got a fucking... I was just talking about this earlier, about my... My ego is my enemy. But I know it, though. I acknowledge it. And I, and I still, you know... Even if I feel like I get dissed when I'm... I try to make somebody smile, and they're just like, you know, what the fuck is there to smile about? Eh, you know, I could go to... You know, I tell them to go fuck themselves, but I don't, you know. It's just you're trying, man. You're trying to put it out there. Make it positive. Some positive shit happen. You know? Trying to... I'm as positive as you can get these days. It makes my wife sick a lot of the time, but what are you going to do? Even when you're down, man, that attitude can... Uh, you know, people open up to you too, man, when you have a good attitude. And you'd be surprised if you open up to people about something sometimes and you just... I talk about my problems and I don't... I don't Because I know they're mine. You know, nobody's going to... But I put them out there. I'm not ashamed of them, you know, at all. So it's like, uh, you never know, man. You're telling somebody about a car problem that, that you're trying to work on it, blah, blah, blah. I was just working on the radio. Hey, man, I got a guy, you know, I got a guy. Oh, don't even, don't even trip, dude. He'll work with you. You know, I've had that happen, you know, uh, you know, a dozen times. So, you know, it's all about attitude, you know, positivity. And I'm not saying fucking walking around like all fucking, you know, be righteous, righteous, is the word. I don't mean like, you know, like uh, walking around with a yarmulke on all day. You know what I mean? Praying to the 12 times Israel and that type of shit. I'm talking about just righteous, truthfully, be true to reality and uh, what we need more in the world, which is a little bit better attitude. Yeah, shit doesn't go your way. A lot of people get shitted on. Everybody takes it personal. They think it's just them. It's only happening to them. It's not, dude. There's a, you know, there's a million or more people in the same situation. You just don't know them. You'll get through it, you know. Um, love your family, man, you know. Give them a hug ski before they leave. Tell everybody you love them. Uh, they could be gone, man. They could walk that walk out that door and get killed, you know. Have a Get a goddamn attack by a bear. How'd that make you feel, you know. Get attacked by a goddamn bear ski. That's got to fucking suck. I just seen a joke, dude, about a guy fucking uh, leaving, leaving a, a trail of meth into a bear trap. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. check it out, man. Uh, I think it's oh shit, I gotta go. Oh, that's all I got. 
All right, you guys. Have a great day, man. Much love, man. Uncle Dust out. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.